Hello everyone, welcome back to So Meg. It's Meg and I'm here with another podcast. Today we'll be discussing fast fashion and how that ties into my last podcast about 2021 summer trends. But take a look at that if you want to listen to the upcoming trends this summer and um, this podcast is just to go through those trends as well and kind of discuss the fast fashion and how a lot of trendy clothes tie into fast fashion. Today I also have a special guest, my mom. Mom, introduce yourself to the podcast. Hi, I'm Meg's mom. Sharon, looking forward to the podcast. I chose to interview my mom because she's from a different generation and um, did not grow up with fast fashion as much as our generation does and how readily available it is. I wanted to get her viewpoint and know what she knows about the subject. So let's just keep talking about it. So let's begin with what is fast fashion? Go ahead, mom. What do you think fast fashion is? Well, Meg, I really don't have a clue. I'm thinking fast fashion is something you can put together quick, go out the door and you're set to go. Is that right? So like a one piece item or like, like you no, mean like something you can throw together quick, like that mix and match. So you mean like from your house, like you yeah. could go in your closet, pick out a shortened t-shirt, quickly throw it on it, look, put together. That's what you're thinking? Yes, I, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Something like that. Um, so that's a really good guess. Um, so the official definition of fast fashion is like pretty much anything that can be made um, on the trend like a day after the trend comes out, be produced in a mass quantity and then shipped to, you know, major cities and brought to the people really fast. So it actually has nothing to do with your personal clothes you have right now. It's about um, keeping up with the trends and then how big companies can make uh, large quantities of clothing for a really cheap cost to the consumer and to the company and still make large profit margins in high uh, shopping areas. Wow. So... Um, it's something actually like, it's a really big, uh, problem to our environment, but it's also something that, you know, like I said before, like your generation probably did not have it as much as we do because of, you can even look at the clothes like, um, that you have still have like the quality and like how long it's lasted versus something that you can go buy in the store now. It's like, what is this? Like, it's crazy. Um, okay. So now that we know the definition, do you feel that you play victim to fast fashion? No, I really don't because of my generation, that the clothes I've gotten, you know, they're tried and true and, you know, use them for a long time. I don't really think that uh, my generation buys into fast fashion. Okay. Um, so I know, like, we also, we opt for, like, you know, we go to, like, the thrift shop or, you know, just for personal preference. Like, you know, I know you'll say, like, we can go to the Kohl's or we can go to wherever and you can get that. Well, I personally don't want to because I also know, like, the quality I'm going to get is not going to be equal to the quantity you're paying or, like, how long it's going to last compared to going to get, like, a higher brand, like, a secondhand shop that's going to be better for the environment. Um, and also, it's kind of like, it happens at any shop. Like, you know, um even like the most like non-trendy shops, like it all depends on like, so like Kohl's for instance, or even like Ross, Marshall's, wherever you may go, that's all fast fashion as well. Uh, no matter where you go, it doesn't depend on like the, the age of the clothing, like little kids clothing, you know, you, you see the, like this top that, you know, uh, is trendy. Well, they're going to make it in kids as well. They're going to make it in a style for all different genders and generations. Uh, so another thing is just look for quality. Like, and that's what I just talked about, like, going secondhand and whatnot. So going into that, do you know the environmental impacts of fast fashion? So I've talked about the environment and, like, how it kind of plays into it. Do you know any of, like, the impacts? Well, I would think a pretty, a pretty huge impact in a negative way because you have a lot of uh, mass quantities being produced at once. And then, you know, people can just buy 
put it in the landfill and go and buy something else. So to me, that's kind of a negative uh, implication with fast fashion. Yeah. And that's exactly like, that's exactly the process. And that's the problem. That's why it's made so cheaply because someone's going to wear it for a summer, wear it for a season. And a lot of the stuff they don't buy is not the basic piece. You know, it's not they're buying like a black shirt, a white shirt. Like what they're buying is like extravagant and it's for the trend. So once the trend's over, it's not like cool to wear, you know, so what'll happen to it? Well, they'll donate it or they'll just throw it away. A lot of people. Um, so yeah, the environmental impacts of fast fashion are immense. Um, among the environmental impacts of fast fashion are the depletion of non-renewable resources, emissions of greenhouse gases, and the use of massive amounts of water and energy. The apparel industry also affects earth water supply via pollution. And in countries where garments are produced, untreated toxic wastewater from textile factories are dumped directly into water sources. So like dyes, um, well, making like mass quantities of fabric, uh, what it has to go through to be processed so quickly, the toxins and the chemicals from that. Um, and like the toxins from the fashion industry include toxic substances like lead, mercury, mercury, arsenic, and like a lot of more things that should not be at all if it was produced quality and in a reasonable time. Um, but yeah, so we kind of talked about this a little bit. I just had a question on here. Where do you source a lot of clothes? How do you, how do you believe people can do their part to reduce their own footprint now that you kind of talked about it and whatever? Well, uh, first of all, like reducing your footprint is like obviously picking clothes that are going to last for a while, but it's going to be like long term. You're not just going with the latest trends, uh, using thrift shops and resale and those kinds of things. And also making your own clothes where you know you're going to get the quality and get the long term use out of it. Yeah. So also other part of the question is where do you source a lot of your clothes? Uh, I donate quite a bit of my clothes. Uh, to thrift and to, uh, you know, organizations that can recycle and reuse. Yeah, so where do you get them? Like source, like where do you go for clothing? Uh, well, I, buy, I buy new quite a bit, but I also uh, go through thrift and also, you know, you're very handy, so you make clothes and we repurpose them. So um, it's not always about just buying new and using it and getting rid of it. Yeah, um, I think educating the ones around you is really important of the subject because it'll cause a chain effect. And, you know, going into this, you didn't really know what it was. And that's almost like shocking, not shocking to me, because I've watched a lot of videos on this. And you can just see, like, in other countries, the massive effect it has on, like, city streets. And if you go up to New York City, uh, you can look around and say, wow, every shop has this shirt, right? Well, that shirt, oh, wow, it's so trendy. It just came out. Well, how do they get that shirt from China made produced and within a week have it over here and have like millions of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of goes into like the labor intensive part of it as well, because in other countries, the minimum wage is not anything remotely close to what we have. So um, how can you buy that shirt, that trendy shirt for $5, $20, whatever it is. And they st- they'll make a high profit of it. The company could go and sell that shirt for $5, you know, on sale. You're like, wow, I'm getting a great deal um, because it's still trendy. So, and you have to just think about like how they can actually make a profit margin of it. Well, you're over in a sweatshop in, you know, wherever you are in the Middle East, in China, Asia, anywhere, and they can produce a thousand of those shirts because someone just sewing one side seam, right? And it just keeps going along, sewing one side seam, sewing one side seam. And those people are getting paid maybe a dollar an hour. Up to $5 is good. Like Indonesia, we've learned that. But 
it's like crazy. You have to like think of that breakdown. That was all big part of fast fashion is these people are producing thousands and thousands of these items in an hour. They're being paid what? Nickels mm-hmm. and dimes in like extreme work conditions. Um, so that's like sad to think about as well. And I think educating people on this and like how, what goes behind that shirt, you know, you may get a deal for it, or, but it's not good for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, any last closing thoughts on this? Well, I think it was an eye opener because uh, to me, I really wasn't aware what the phrase fast fashion meant, but you've uh, showed me a lot of insight into that. And actually to me, it's uh, in general negative and that's something our society should not strive for. And uh, educating people probably is the key to like, you know, curbing that whole fast fashion idea. Yeah. And like once I had learned about it, it actually, it opened my eyes up. Like, you know, you always say like, you want to go, let's go to the store or whatever. Like, well, no, I'd rather get something more quality and more economically friendly and environmentally friendly as well. Mm-hmm. And people got to realize it's also not just about what's trendy. Um, you know, like probably the shirts we're wearing, right? You know, like any type of athletic apparel, um, it does not just have to be your newest like blouse or whatever. Um, it ties into anything like basic t-shirts. You know, it's just crazy. You look at how intricate and detailed those shirts are with all the seams and whatever. If I were to go sew that myself, it'd take me like a couple hours, three hours, just sitting there focusing on it. So, you know, just something to think about. And I'm glad I could open your eyes up into it. Thanks for coming on today, Mom, to talk. Thank you. It was good. Thanks, Meg. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. Um, So just really think about where you're sourcing your stuff from. Support local, shop small, and catch you in the next podcast.